the Small Queendom Podcast, episode 53. You're listening to the Small Queendom Podcast with me, Leah Graham, wellness advocate, self-healer, entrepreneur, and Enneagram 3. Tune in each week for holistic personal development and wellness, the Enneagram, and other lifestyle topics. Basically, I like to talk to people, try things, and share here to help you rule your queendom with ease. If you like the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share it with a friend. I am paranoid about the way my house smells. Like a clean house starts and ends with the way it smells. Am I the only one that thinks this? My favorites are mints and citruses and woodsy smells and even like Christmas stuff. However, plugins, scented candles from the mall store, aerosol sprays, and more are so 1999. And everyone knows they contain harmful ingredients like endocrine disruptors. That means, ladies, it's messing with your hormones. And this is not a drill. It makes your kids misbehave. Oh, yeah. I ditched the toxins years ago, and now I simply have a diffuser in all the different main areas of my home, and I add my essential oils to them for unending combinations, depending on my mood, time of day, or the way I want to feel. There's a diffuser blend for everything. We even have an anthropology dupe and one that smells like a root beer float. I kid you not. But my ultimate go-to is just wild orange and peppermint. Oh, it's so nice. It's invigorating and delicious. And another favorite is On Guard and Breathe because together they keep germs at bay and they're just a big boost to the immune system. Peppermint, wild orange, and On Guard all come together in this sweet little kit called the Aroma Touch Diffuse Kit. Total, this kit has eight essential oils, a diffuser, and a bottle of coconut oil so you can make your own rollerball blends. And what's awesome is it also comes with a 25% discount for a whole year and it's only $150. If you're a candle junkie but want a healthier option, this is the kit for you. You can check it out by going to smallqueendom.com slash buyoils for more info and to purchase. U.S. listeners, be sure to add code podcast at checkout to receive a set of six premium rollerballs to make your own blends. Not in the U.S.? No problem. doTERRA ships all around the world. Listen, I get it. Essential oils are an investment, but they're an investment in your health and the way that you take care of yourself and your family. I'm so grateful for spring. She invited me to learn about essential oils and she showed me what kit to get started with. It literally changed everything for my health and for my family. And so I want to invite you to go to smallqueendom.com slash buy oils and check out what I have there. Now let's get back to the show. Today we are talking about, here's what happened when I try future self journaling for 30 days. Before I get into that show, I've got a few announcements on the stack. If you have not yet followed the podcast page over on Instagram, I'd love for you to hop over there and do that at Small Queendom Podcast. It's brand new, so it's little baby page and I am just trying to funnel all of my uh, podcast goodness and news and behind the scenes and announcements and all the social media stuff for the podcast over on that page. So that'd be great, Kay. Thanks. And (laughs) uh, probably by the time you're listening to this, we are in the thick of back to school land. Uh, So last year I created this really beautiful and super helpful back to school ebook based around essential oils and the products that we love to use. And people loved it. 
They were raving about it and that will be in the show notes. The only thing that was not yet released when I created the ebook was the doTERRA Kids collection, which is phenomenal. Uh, but c'est la vie, you can still get that free ebook in the show notes. And a really fun announcement is I have been working on some small queendom podcast swag because who doesn't love a little bit of small queendom podcast in your daily life? That's what I'm saying. Once a week on Mondays is not enough people. All right, so <laughs> I thought it would be fun that for anyone who goes over onto iTunes or in the Apple Podcast app and leaves me a review over there and I read it on the show, I will send you some Small Queen of Podcast swag. Right now, we have a pretty stellar mug that you can enjoy your morning cup of coffee. Or if you're like me, I do a latte every morning. I'm in love with my Breville uh, espresso machine. So incredibly spoiled by it. Anyway, I digress. I have a Small Queen of Podcast mug. And I also am working on a pretty fun small queen of podcast set of stickers of course it'll be a little bit of sassy a little bit of flair uh, you'll definitely want to get your hands on it but the only way you can do that is if I read your review on the show so be sure to hop over to Apple Podcasts if you are on a laptop or computer if you're listening to it on your phone when you're on the main small queendom page you have to give it a little bit of a second and then you'll scroll down and you'll see like the five-star ratings or whatever, and you can leave a review and stars. And again, if I read your review on air, I will give you instructions to email me and I will send you some swag. Okay, time to dive into today's Here's What Happened with Future Self Journaling. So many of you will remember that back in episode 37, we had my friend, Dr. Nicola Perra who is also known as the Holistic Psychologist over on Instagram. She was on the show and it was such an incredible episode. I'm sure many of you remember that. If you don't remember it, get over there now and check it out. But Dr. Nicole LaPera has really brought to the forefront this idea of future self journaling. And it is basically a daily practice of writing down and imagining a new future you. Like how you want to be and what do you want to do and what do you want to see changed. And there's some science behind it. But basically this daily time of putting pen to paper as you imagine um, your future self, you are firing new neurons in your brain. Uh, so when you imagine your future self, the brain doesn't actually know the difference. And so in that moment that you're writing out how you want to be in your future, like you're becoming that person. So it's, it's pretty cool. So because you're conscious of these changes as you write them daily, you're more apt to do it through the day. Uh, so if one thing was I want to be more self-accepting or I want to be more at peace, if you're writing that down in the morning, as you go throughout your day, you're kind of, you're remembering those things that you are wanting to be and starting to make those little changes to shift those old habits and patterns. So this is rooted in the idea of showing up for yourself every single day confronting the old ugly truths of why you can't seem to get where you need to be. And it's a way to confront how your actions and behavior are perpetuating like any kind of negativity that you feel. 
This is all about pattern disruption. I know this feels really heavy and you're like, whoa, Leah, you're coming at me with this. Um, but this is kind of the thinking behind future self-journaling. And let me tell you, this works. So I'm going to talk about my experience doing it. I'm actually not going to teach you how to do this because honestly, Dr. Nicole has done an incredible job teaching people how to do this. I'm not going to do her job. I want to refer you over to her website, this holisticpsychologist.com. You can get her guide. She also has an awesome YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure she has a video on future self-journaling there. Anyway, my point is, if you want to future self-journal, she has all the resources to teach you. I'm not going to teach you today, but I am going to give you a little bit of how I approached things with it. As you're starting out your future self-journaling, the way that it works is you pick one type of pattern or behavior or belief that you're wanting to shift. So you're not going to do like all the things. And I honestly don't even recommend that you go for like the biggest heavy hitter because you are going to feel mental resistance when you start this practice. And of course that mental resistance is going to be you're going to have, a, you might have a hard time like doing it daily. You are probably going to feel, I know for me, and Adam has even started this. Um, for me, I got grumpy like the first few days. And that was really interesting for me to kind of process a little bit. But anyway, so the way it works is you get a little bit of some self-awareness through some prompting questions. And then there are guiding questions that you basically write in every month. So the daily journaling is today I will focus on my pattern of fill in the blank. I am grateful for fill in the blank. Three traits of future self, fill in the blank. Obviously there are more questions than that, but again, I'm just going to refer you to Dr. Nicole's resources and you can get the full story there. So I want to talk about my experience of it. I am not really one to do a lot of journaling. I have tried to keep a journal over the years and it's just, it's hard for me to do that. Whenever I have journaled in the past, it's been more of like, di not diary, more of like agenda based. Like I did this, I went there, I saw this person, I did that. You know, it's it really hasn't been flowery and my feelings that was that's hard for me as an Enneagram three to like tap into my feelings like that and it, it feels silly so the first 30 days I was actually pretty motivated to stick to the 30 days because I knew I was doing it for an episode if I'm gonna be honest it totally worked I made it through the first 30 days so my idea to begin this experiment was revolving around the idea of self-acceptance. So my personal confidence is actually only recently growing. I realized that I actually had pretty low confidence. I, in the past, I always hid behind my, my achievements or my titles or my job. And whereas my confidence in just who I am, like Leah showing up, no masks, no trophies, no you know, whatever metaphor you want to put there. It was really hard for me to show up in my true self because I feel self-conscious about who I am and I'm not very self-accepting. I think for so long in my past, I was under such intense scrutiny and control and I lived with a lot of shame and manipulation. And so I think I, I let my self-acceptance just get to a really low point. And it's only been recently that I was like, wow, you know, I need to be able to accept myself and not feel like I have to apologize for everything, right? Anyway, 
So I was always changing something, feeling unsatisfied, doing some big work instead of just letting myself be. Uh, So I was journaling around this idea and some lines that came out as I did Dr. Nicole's prompts were lines like I'm, I have shifted my pattern of shame and dread to service and love. And this was based on the idea that I realized it was hard for me to show up without an impending sense of doom or feeling very self-conscious just for taking up space. You know, I always feel like for me to have a relationship with someone that I have to provide such intense value or they won't want to be around me. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but raw talk for me. That's how I felt. So my idea was I want to be more self-accepting. Another line was... I'm able to view my emotions and not simply react. So the idea of being able to step out outside of your emotions and just kind of look at yourself really uh, objectively and without any judgment at all. Another line that I wrote over the course of 30 days was I think the best of myself and I commit to take care of my health. So right now I'm in this journey of kind of doing a deep dive with my osteopath and and really doing some kind of hard things for me daily around my health. And, you know, I have a really complicated relationship with food and that's another talk for another day. Maybe that'd be a great episode to talk about food and our relationship with it. Um, But sometimes I I almost hold my body hostage, you know, like, you've been bad or you haven't done this. And so I'm not going to take care of you that way. Like, I'm not going to eat for a couple meals. You know, I know that, that sounds really extreme, but I'm being really honest here. I think that if more women were honest about the way that we talk to ourselves, I think that we would encourage each other to be more kind. So over the course of this 30 days, I had some pretty big aha moments. And one idea that came out is this idea of radical friendship with myself. Like, what would it look like if I treated myself with the same kind of way I want to treat a really good friend and I totally realized that I don't treat myself with radical friendship so I'm working on that however the biggest aha moment came towards the end of the 30 days I I realized that I had an element of not accepting myself it was to prevent a sense of vulnerability in my own personal emotions and experiences Like I realized I was having a hard time in the moment of something, letting my guard down and showing outwardly that I was enjoying myself or that I was having a good time. Like I've mentioned this before about my past, but a lot of times if something was happy or if there was a good moment, it came with a really big Debbie Downer. And so I have a lot of really fun memories that are tainted with a bad experience of what came next. And so I think a protective mechanism now as an adult that I learned when I was younger is that I need to protect myself from that kind of disappointment and I need to protect myself from that kind of being taken off guard and so it's really keeping me from enjoying really fun moments with loved ones and things that should be stress relieving and have really fun memories being made that 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 joy in that moment I was guarding myself from because I just couldn't accept. I I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. I I couldn't accept the really good emotions and feelings around it because maybe I felt like I needed to be on guard. 
anyway, it's obviously it was a personal experience, but this lack of accepting myself and the emotions that come with me and just feeling like my who I am is not enough or it just always needs to be tweaked or changed. It was really cramping my style <laughs> enjoying the journey and truly just experiencing joyful moments and letting my guard down and be, and being okay with that vulnerability. So anyway, it's been pretty transformative. That is my journey. That's the first thing that I started working on was self-acceptance. And it, it really has shifted several things. It's kind of a domino effect. And so the second set of future self-journaling that I have embarked on, and I'm still in it right now, is this idea behind believing in myself. So the first couple lines of what I'm doing right now is I believe in myself. I can trust myself to follow through. I'm capable enough to figure out whatever comes my way. And real talk, this second the second set of future self-journaling for 30 days has been very hard, which is so funny because it's all about believing myself, trusting myself, keeping promises to myself. But that mental resistance is just a little guideline that I am on the right road to tweaking some patterns that need to be tweaked. So I hope that you will try future self-journaling. A couple things too. If you miss a day, don't worry about it. Just do it in the next day, okay? Uh, another tip that I have is keep it right next to your bed. So as soon as you wake up, grab your journal, grab your pen, and go for it. I mean, obviously, if you already have some kind of practice of maybe reading an inspiring book or if you do like your devotions or if you have a meditation time or whatever your morning routine looks like, this is so easy to bring in because it really takes just a few minutes, I did mention earlier, but I'll say it again, towards the end of my future self journaling part, I write in a couple affirmations that I always say. One thing that I say is abundance surrounds me. I also say uh, my timing is perfect and I have new ones surrounding money. And so I write every day that money flows easily to me. Love that one. Ready for that one to come true. <laughs> and then here is how I've created a little bit of a journal practice around the self-journaling is right after that, I do some simple gratitude writing. I write five different things every day that I am grateful for. So first I start with the future self and then I do the things that I'm grateful for right now. And they're not big things. It's not like I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my husband. No, 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 no. It's like... I'm thankful for this amazing cup of coffee that I'm drinking right now. I'm thankful that I get to have lunch with my friend today. You know, it's like specific. I'm thankful that someone recommended blah, blah, blah book to me because it's changing so much. Like you get really specific. And I have to be honest, sometimes it's hard to find like five really specific things to be thankful for. So it's actually made me be more aware throughout the day of like, oh, I'm going to write that in my gratitude journal, right? Okay, so then after I do the gratitude, then after the gratitude comes the dreams I have made happen. So this kind of goes right along with the future self-journaling. If you follow Rachel Hollis at all, her whole idea behind the Start Today journal is that you write down the dreams that you want, but you write them as if they have already happened. And again, your brain doesn't know the difference. Your brain thinks that this is reality. So I write down 10 dreams as if they have already happened. Now, I will say when I first started this, it took me about two and a half weeks of writing these down to really find like what those dreams are that I want to have happen, right? And so if it takes you a little bit of time, 
It's okay. You know, this is your journal. No one's grading you on this. This is for you to learn and grow with. So an example of like a dream that I have that I write down as if it has already happened is every day I write down our mortgage is paid off. Another dream that I have is that my podcast is in the top 100. And I have a really fun announcement. Um, uh, last week, my podcast was downloaded and subscribed to enough over a day that I got a notification that the Small Queen of Podcast cracked up to 90, number 96 in the education and self-improvement charts. So, oh my gosh, my future self-journaling and my dreams I've made happen are coming to fruition. Okay, another one that I write down is that I am a warm and empowering mother. And just the fact that every day I'm writing it down as if it is a thing, I notice myself, like I check my attitude a little bit when I'm with my children. You know, I, I'm trying, I have noticed myself definitely be more patient, hopefully more kind, but you know what I'm saying? I'm writing this down. I'm a warm, empowering mother every day my actions are starting to line up with that. It's, it is so cool. And then another thing that I do is I write down the three things that I need to do today. So three action steps. If you don't want to do that during your journaling, you could actually do it the night before. If you're someone that worries, worries, worries about your to-do list, be really simple to do, um, your top three actions that you need to do for the day, the night before, just to kind of get it out of your brain. But I wanted to give you a little more guidance on that. So if you're thinking about your journal practice, really starting yourself off for the day well, when you're deciding what three things need to happen, I like to refer to Stephen Covey's uh, quadrant example. You will always have things that are urgent and things that are important. But it's the way that that is combined that you will be able to find like the most like laser sharp efficiency and productivity. So what you want to do for your top three things, you want to do the most urgent and the most important first, okay? Um, You always want to do the most important because it's the not important ones, like the urgent and not important ones that are going to waste your time all the time, right? It's like, oh, I've got a notification. That's urgent, but it's not important. And then 25 minutes later, you get out of Instagram or YouTube and you're like, oh, I just wasted so much time. Anyway, so um, when you're writing down your three action steps for the day, really think about what is going to be moving your needle in your life, whatever your goals are, whatever you're into. I suggest that you write down the three most important things that are urgent, okay? Um, And then if you don't have tons of stuff that's urgent, then I would do something that's important that maybe isn't so time sensitive, but still needs to be done. Just be aware that there are gonna be a lot of not not important, not urgent things and not important, urgent things that are gonna try to suck up your time. So anyway. That is my journaling practice. I wanted to give you a little bit of a visual for it. Obviously, you can do this on a plain piece of paper, no problem. But I did whip up a really quick printable, it's super easy to print, um, just visual on what this looks like on paper. So obviously, like I said, anyone can do this with a regular piece of paper. But if you're a visual person and you want to see how it looks in my journal, you can go to the show notes or you can go to smallqueendom.com slash journal 
And there's a little downloadable there um, at the top. There's a section for uh, future self journaling. And then next, there's a section for my five points of gratitude. Then there's space for 10 dreams I have made a happen. And then under that is today's three things. So for someone who is not really a journaling kind of person, I know, right? I bet a lot of you think that I keep a journal pretty religiously. I do not. This is a new practice for me of showing up for myself every day. And this is working for me for my style. So you can, again, find that downloadable at um, smallqueendom.com slash journal. And if you are not yet future self journaling and you want to learn how to do that, you can either follow Dr. Nicole at The Holistic Psychologist or you can go to her website. Again, I will have those links in the show notes. Okay, that about does it for today's show. I hope you are inspired to try out future self journaling because it will truly help you create who you want to become. I'm so excited about my journey with it. Again, if you want to check out my little downloadable to get a visual for how I do my daily journal practice, just go to smallqueendom.com journal. And be sure to hit that subscribe button because next week we are joined by Carlin Call from Just Ingredients on Instagram. It is going to be another good one. All right, go out and have a great week. Make it matter. Believe in your dreams because I believe in you. Bye-bye, my friend. <laughs>